Reading now from Matthew 10. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What matters? Do you ever ask yourself that question? I can tell when I'm getting a little stressed, or a little wearied, or a little grieved, because I start asking myself that question more often. It rolls around in my head. What truly matters? As a result, I, I start to wonder, does this thing, whatever it is I'm doing or I'm about to do or I'm supposed to do, does it matter? It's good to ask that question occasionally. It helps us to get perspective. We can easily go through life just doing what we think we're supposed to be doing, what others have told us we're supposed to be Doing instead of asking ourselves, or even better, asking God what it is we should truly be doing, what actually matters. As a nation, this is a good week to be asking ourselves questions like that. What matters? What's, what's the purpose of independence? What are the reasons? For liberties? What's the point of being a great nation? We're singing some of our national hymns today. I think there might be some clues in them. There's one song that won't ever qualify as a national hymn, but it will be sung on the fourth. Because it sings about things that we enjoy on the fourth, like fried chicken and cold beer, and blue jeans that fit, and those who have fought to protect freedoms. Some of you know the song I'm talking about. You don't have to admit it. We don't need you to admit it. The song is called Chicken Fried. You can guess the genre. It makes me laugh because it's this light, fun song. It's easy to sing. You can almost hear the cans clanking around in the background. And the part that makes me laugh comes just after this slow bridge. Everything slows down. And Zach Brown sings in honor of the soldiers. I thank God for my life and for the stars and stripes. May freedom forever fly. Let it ring. Salute the ones who died, the ones that give their lives so we don't have to sacrifice all the things we love. And then the beat picks right back up from there. All the things we love, like fried chicken. 
and cold beer and jeans that fit just right. I laugh because, for goodness sake, those who have risked and given their lives have done things for far more meaningful reasons than that. Now to give Zach his credit, he knows there is more life than more to life than those things. He he also sings about the love of family. And then there's this little verse that can almost get lost among the coolers and the KFC buckets. It's funny how it's the little things in life that mean the most. Not where you live, what you drive, or the price tag on your clothes. There's no dollar sign on a peace of mind. This I've come to know. And then it's back to the chicken. But if we can clear the grease out of our minds for even a minute, we might just get his point. We might think about what truly matters. Peace of mind is a blessing. Being content is a gift to celebrate. Now, I don't mean content with the world as it is, however it is. Jesus was certainly not content with people suffering, with injustices, with abuses of power. I'm not talking about apathy. I'm talking about being content. Recognizing that we have what we need and then being thankful for it. I'm talking about sleeping soundly because we haven't overextended ourselves. Sleeping soundly because we have not done another wrong. Sleeping soundly because of a good day's work. The vacation Bible school leaders slept soundly this week. They gave of themselves tirelessly, teaching, singing, keeping up with, shall we say, energetic children. They could sleep well because they had done a good thing for God and his children. My children have a book called The Three Questions. It's a child-friendly version of the Leo Tolstoy short story of the same name. The questions in either version get back to the original question I asked today, what matters? The questions are, what is the most important time? Who is the most important One, and what is the most important thing to do? Through a nice fable in which the child actually lives out the answers to the questions before he finds out what the answers are. We learn that the most important time is now. If a good opportunity to help another or to be present in the moment presents itself, then we do well to seize that opportunity. The best time is now. The answer to the second question, who is the most important one, is the one you're with. Now that bothered me some in my past, bothered my piety a little. My daughter has picked up on this. She'll say to me, Daddy, you're the second best father in the world. And when I look shocked, she adds sweetly, right behind God. We're rightly cautious 
not to let the one we're with override our allegiance to God. In the Gospel reading we read today, Jesus is just, is just finishing up giving his instructions to the disciples about their ministry. He's, he's just talked about how the Gospel will divide us, that fathers and sons and mothers and daughters will be divided. He's talked about how our allegiance is first to God, and there are times when important parts of our lives, when, when family when nation, when work, will have to come second. Loyalty to Jesus brings division. We're to remember the right order of things. Jesus, though, rounds out this teaching about our primary allegiance with an interesting twist. It it, it turns out that when people welcomed him, they welcomed the Father. And when people welcomed followers of his... They welcomed him. We, his followers, become representatives of Jesus in such a way that how we're treated is is how others are treating him. And then the opposite is also true. How we treat others is how we're treating Jesus. This may remind you of a parable Jesus told later, recorded in Matthew, the sheep and the goats. Jesus' followers... And how they treat others. When I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. Thirsty. When I was naked. When I was a stranger. When I was sick. When I was imprisoned. How you treated me at those times. Treated others. The least of these at those times is, is how you've treated me. Our care for him is directly tied to our care for others. And as it turns out, how others care for us is directly tied to how they care for Jesus. So it's not too far a stretch then to say that the one we're with is the most important one. Because the one we're with is a reflection of the one in whose image he or she is made. The most important one is the one you're with. And so the final question, what is the most important thing to do, brings the first and second responses together. The most important thing to do is to do good for the one standing at your side. Jesus said, I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. Even before that, he said, whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple will not lose their reward. You see this glass? This glass is in the pulpit every single Sunday. Ice cold because it's been refreshed every Sunday morning. An usher will go and and take last week's glass to the kitchen and bring it back here clean and ready. Now my ten years with this church, I've probably sipped out of that glass two or three times. But it's there every single Sunday. Because I might need it, or Josh might need it. And if we need it, it's going to be there. It's being there matters. What matters is what is necessary. If you're thirsty, there's little more necessary than a cup of water. And if you're thirsty enough, 
tap water will suit you just fine. You don't need Aquafina or Voss, whatever that is. If you're thirsty enough, you're glad for something wet. The type of water is not ever as critical as the cup being available. But just as critical as the cup being available is the giver of the cup, because without the giver of the cup, there would be no cup available. What matters is what is necessary in the moment. I had lunch with a friend this week, and he was telling me about the people who were helping him and his family through the most difficult time of their life. He talked about many things that many people have done for them to help them along this difficult road. He was grateful for all of it. But he focused in on one recent kindness. He said recently he received a handwritten note from one of his close friends from high school who was just letting him know he was thinking about him, cared about him, praying for him. He said that that note on that day meant everything. It's what mattered. Too often we think about Jesus' work as as some incredible act of self-sacrifice, selling all you have and moving to another country to dig wells. God needs people who can do that. There are too many people in too many places in the world who are dying for clean water. But let's not confuse those persons following those callings as being the only way to follow. I've had moments in my life when a well-timed hug was like a cup of cold water to a thirsty soul. I've had moments in my life when a well-timed thank you have reminded me of what actually matters in this world. I've been with families in their times of grief, which has helped reorient me to appreciate the simple things in life, like a pair of jeans that fits just right, or much more so, the gift of another day with family, with a faithful church, in a good country that not only knows how to come up with phrases like liberty and justice for all or give me your tired and your poor, but that actually grapples with how to give justice and liberty to all and how to help out the tired and the poor. A country church and a family that on our best days recognizes that even a cup of cold water is a good place to start. A country, a church, and a family that tries to reckon with with what matters. This moment, shared with the one you're with, doing good. For him or her.